everybody and welcome to this Live Proud, Live Free podcast for Pride Month 2022. My name's Mel Brechin. I'm uh, part of the steering group for the Live Proud, Live Free network, which is Sangaban's new LGBTQ plus network. I'm here today, very pleased to have joining me, Mikey Kamish. Uh, Mikey, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, yep, I'm Mikey. I work as um, a business change analyst in the business transformation team. Uh, I've been with Sangaban for just over four years now, um, and I'm a, a member of the Live Proud, Live Free network. Brilliant. Thank you, Mikey. So the purpose for this podcast today is, uh, and for the other episodes that hopefully um, you'll tune into, uh, is we want to hear from our colleagues uh, in Sangaban who are part of the LGBTQ plus community um, and just to hear your experiences, um, you know, maybe growing up, uh, your experiences inside and outside of work as well. So I've got some questions for you. And I think I'd quite like to start off with what your experience uh, has been of working at Sangaban as a member of the LGBTQ plus community. So when you first joined, Mikey, did you feel you were able to be your authentic self at work? Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, because of... Um, the, the previous experiences that I've had in my life, it's it's always been fairly easy for me to, to be my authentic self, although there are definitely situations where I feel like I need to pull it back. Um, the, <laughs> the first day uh, that I came to work for Sangaban, uh, I was in an induction with, I think, 10 other people. And since that induction, um, somebody who is still with the business has has come to me and said, the way that you walked into the induction, I thought you were so brave <laughs> for, you know, for, for what I was wearing and, you know, because it, I kind of stood out, I guess. Um, but but that was just me being me and expressing myself. So I, I've never really stopped expressing myself um, as far as work is concerned. So it, I suppose the short answer is yes, I, I do feel like I can be my authentic self. Well, I, you've got me curious now. What were you wearing? <laughs> I was wearing, um, I, I, I was probably wearing a plain shirt, but I was wearing some um, tartan trousers um, and some some boots with, with uh, pointy toes because we were, we were going into an office, so I didn't need all the, the safety gear and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Well, you no surprise to you that I'd like a tartan trouser. Absolutely. <laughs> more and more tartan in the workplace, for sure. <laughs> um, great. Well, that's, that's great to hear. Um, in terms of um, prior to Sangaban, um, coming in, have you had a, ser- a similar experience? What was the shift like from going from maybe other companies you've worked uh-huh. for to here? Um, Sangaban is very different to any company that I've ever worked for before, really. Um, but the, the company that I worked for immediately prior was uh, Sainsbury's. Um, so Sainsbury's have a, a massive LGBTQ plus presence. Um, that there is a lot of involvement from the community in in lots of events that are planned around Sainsbury's, and you know it, it's just one of those things. Um, it, it's not really spoken about all that much because it it kind of doesn't need to be, if if that makes sense. Um, there are lots of events that happen, and you know Sainsbury's are, are part of um pride um and and things like that so there are lots of things that happen 
but you are just very much encouraged just to be you. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say that Sangaban have ever encouraged me not to be me because that's absolutely not true. However, just because of the type of business that it is and the type of um, customer that we have, the, the environment that we have in um, different areas of the business. So in a branch, for example, I may be slightly more conservative than I would be in an office. I don't know. Um, so it, it is very, very different to um, companies that I've ever worked for before. How do you feel when you do have to maybe um, be that more conservative way? How does how does that sit with with you? That's a really good question, actually. Um, the the first couple of branches that I ever visited, that I ever went to, um, it, it was quite strange because I was really nervous about going there, just because I didn't know how I would be received, and I think that's more my perception of um you know life in a branch because I've, I've never been in a builder's merchant before like before I started this job so um I, I was expecting I don't know something very different to what I actually got the first branch that I went into actually um was was um the, the staff were mostly female um <laughs> and we got on great we we spent a lot of time together we got on really well um and I've been into a couple of other branches where there've been female colleagues or where there've even been LGBTQ plus colleagues. Um, and it's great, you know, again, it's not something that that you sort of actively say, oh, are you, you know, but <laughs> you, you kind of just, it, it either naturally comes up in conversation or things like that happen. So yeah, it's, I, I don't really know how to answer it because it, 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 it makes me, even to this day still a little bit nervous when it's somewhere that I haven't been to before um and, and I don't like not being myself so yeah. I, I think it just it maybe just takes a few minutes to get comfortable with people first be, mm-hmm. before I sort of I can does that make sense <laughs> yes yes no no I don't I know exactly what you mean perfect um I'd like to ask a little bit more about yourself Mikey if you're um, okay to answer um uh at what point in your life did you realize that you were part of the LGBTQ community I'm I'm not again I'm not sure how to answer that one because I think even at a very young age I I remember uh, I'll tell you a story. I remember having a conversation with um, one of my uncles when I was probably around seven or eight. Um, and I asked him um, wh- what he thought about me having a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I-, I was told in no uncertain terms, boys don't have boyfriends. Boys have, boys have girlfriends and girls have boyfriends. And that's that. That's the way it is. And, and mm-hmm. that's the way it always has been. So. I, I kind of didn't really speak very much about it for a while after that. And it was when I first went to, uh, probably, yeah, when I first went to secondary school, when I was around 11 or 12, um, again, had a, a conversation with somebody at school and it was just that they were having a, a similar experience to me. Um, and it effectively came out when I was, you know, 11 or 12 to to the people that I was I was close to at school. So... I think I've always I've always really known. Um, I just didn't know 
that it it was a thing if you see what I mean yeah. I, I just thought it was me I, I didn't think it was you know mm-hmm. um th- this big worldwide thing that there are <laughs> a whole community of people out there I just thought well you know that that's me and that's who I am so <laughs> mm-hmm. um I, I was quite lucky in that my my parents were very accepting as well which I know you know not everyone is is quite as lucky um all of my family in fact were, were very accepting um and I think I'm probably getting off topic a little bit here. But, um, most of the the negativity around it, which you know, I think most people have experienced some negativity in their life, came probably later on in school and and throughout college and things like that. But in my adult life, because I had those experiences so young, I've I've kind of learned just to to brush it off and you know. Mm-hmm. It's interesting you say that. I think that that's a kind of common thread. It's the, well, you know, it's not as bad as it was when I was younger. However, it's because I've learned to deal with it in a Mm -hmm. particular way. Um, So it's 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 interesting that you mentioned that for sure. Do do you find that um, your interactions with people change once they are aware um that you're part of the community do you see that happening in um you know social interactions or work interactions i uh, i try not to let it um be any different um so again an example um i used to work as a trainer um for when i first started for sangaban and i had gone into a branch and you know was was having lots of conversations with all the all the people in the branch but i I found myself saying things like my partner and they like this or we'll do that rather than saying my boyfriend, my fiance, my husband, whatever, you know, I, I would say my partner and I would say they. And again, I think that's that's more because of my perception. And once actually somebody in the branch had said to me, oh, what does he do? You know, I completely changed. Like, you know, I, I would call him by his name I, I, and, and I would you know give him his pronouns and say that he was my husband my boyfriend whatever at the time so I, I think yes it does change um but I try not to let it if if that makes sense what was the that feeling with that story when um the person you were talking to referred uh to your partner as you know as he yeah, um yeah how did what you feel <laughs> I, I remember it quite clearly. It was quite strange because I I, I thought to myself, I, I'm quite sure I haven't said, you know, that that my partner is male. Um, so is that an assumption, or have I said something, or is it just is it just obvious, or are these people much more accepting than I'm giving them credit for, kind of thing? Um, yeah, it, it was a very strange one. Um, but you know, there, there was absolutely no negativity whatsoever. It, it was just the conversation carried on, and as I said, I. I used pronouns rather than just my partner. <laughs> yeah. Must be quite um, a relief to not have to monitor your every time you say. It's really strange seen. to have to think about what, you, what you're saying before you before you say it. Yeah, it's it's very odd. And it, it, again, you know, like I say, I, I don't know why I even <laughs> I even do it. But I think it's it is quite a common thing that lots of people do. I'd like to ask you uh, some of your thoughts on so we've had a lot of um communications go out 
um, since the launch of the network. Um, I, I think there's maybe a little bit of mysticism around uh, the acronym yes. uh, <laughs> for community. And I think that uh, the LGBT part, you know, I, I think a, a fair amount of people kind of understand, right, okay, that that letter means that. And yeah. more recent years, the Q and the plus and there's I's and A's and things in yeah. there. Do you, in, your, um, in your own words, the Q, tell me a little bit about that. I can see you're watching, you know. <laughs> <what I'm thinking. laughs> the, the Q is is an interesting one. It's, it's always um, been something that's interested me. Um, so originally it comes from the word queer. And in a lot of circles, the word queer is a negative word. It has negative connotations. It is a derogatory term. However, the LGBTQIA plus community <laughs> decided that we were going to take that word back. And actually, yes, if, if, if you want to identify us as queer, we'll identify ourselves as queer. If we say it to ourselves or, or about ourselves, it becomes less offensive and it has less power. So it's it's about taking that back and, and being a strong community and showing people that actually just because you call me a name that you think is horrible, I'm not going to shy away from that. So that, that kind of was um, the, the original use of, of the queue. And I think more recently, the queue has been used to mean questioning. So anybody who isn't sure how they identify, you know, we, we've got the plus on the end for anybody who doesn't quite fit into any of those categories. But what about people who are questioning? So, you know, th there's been um, lots of stuff on the TV recently, um, particularly Heartstopper with the, the young guy who who really didn't know yeah. what he was. And, it, you know, so anybody like that, it, it's just a way for us to to tell people, actually, there is this wonderful community of people who are there if you want to speak, if you want, if you want to question it with us, ask us any questions that you want, you know. So yeah, the the cue queer or questioning. Yeah. Um, and like I say, we, it was a, a case of take back the word, remove its power. Yeah, I think it's it's a little tricky because when it, 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 with the younger generation, I think that word comes a lot more um, freely. Yes. I think if you've got years of experience of that only being used in a derogatory way, yeah. it can be very affronting. Um, so there's a, a little bit of sensitivity around that as, uh, as well. So, but that was very excellently put. Thank you. <laughs> what changes, if any, have you seen in society and work environments over the years to now? lots <laughs> very very many changes um lots of positive changes um so same-sex marriage for example it has has been legalized and you know or as i like to call it marriage <laughs> has <laughs> been legalized you know um I, I am now legally entitled to be married to the person that i'm in love with you know and that's such an amazing thing to a heterosexual person you know they've always been allowed to be to, to go and, and get married to the to the person that they're in love with why should that be any different for me just because i love somebody of the same sex rather than somebody of the opposite sex you know so that that's one of the 
the really good changes that I've seen. Um, another change that I've seen is there is a lot more representation in popular culture. Um, you know, TV, radio, there is a lot more representation of the, the gay community just in general. Um, I, <laughs> I have had a conversation very recently where somebody said to me, well, why do the gays have to ram it down our throats? <laughs> and it's like, we're, huh. we're not trying to do that. <laughs> we're really not. We just want to be represented in, you know, in everyday life. Um, there's so, a funny, there's that thing like, why is everybody gay now? <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> it doesn't really worked like that. There was always, we were always about to, it's uh -huh. just we couldn't talk about it. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's the other thing. We can talk openly about these things now. You know, 20 years ago, when I when I first left school, I feel old now. When I, when I first left school, it was like you know, although my family knew and my my close friends knew, I couldn't just go up to somebody you know new and start a conversation with them and and tell them that I was gay or that I had a boyfriend or, you know, it, it was still something that where I had to tread very very carefully, and you know laws have changed to protect people like me people like us and for the better as far as i'm concerned in this country our our laws have massively massively improved there's still a way to go don't get me wrong but you know th things have changed hugely for the better as far as i'm concerned great okay and I would like to ask you a bit more Sangaban specific. Um, if there is anything uh, we could do to be more inclusive and support colleagues from diverse backgrounds, is there anything that comes to mind perhaps, you know, from that you've seen in your previous work experience? Um, is there anything we could do to improve in, in that uh, realm? I think, to be perfectly honest, that that improvement has already already started. Um, and again, this is this is a conversation I've had a few times um, with other people. So last year, when that first email came out, that that first communication dropped into my inbox, and I just thought, wow, that that's very different. That that's not something I've seen before. You know, the the LGBT community hasn't really been referenced in any sort of official comms before that's great that that's come out and i was really excited about that and then you know we've got obviously the live proudly free network and we've got lots of things that are slowly slowly changing and and you know um awareness is being brought to the business that actually gay people exist gay people are in this business and in this industry you know um I, I think I, I don't know if there's anything specific um other than what what is already happening because that there is kind of the encouragement now for for people to be their their genuine authentic selves, whether that is as a gay person in a branch or you know, somebody who likes rock music or whatever it may be that makes you you. You know, people are really massively being encouraged to be themselves now as as part of Sangaban, which I think is great. Um, the things that I've seen um, previously in, in places that I've worked before. So again, Sainsbury's was was massively involved in Pride. Um, they were always part of the the um, the Pride event, and they would they would do stuff on the stage, and um, they would be massive sponsors of Pride. 
they also would hire out a, a nightclub for all of this stuff afterwards. Oh which, wow! You know, could could um, go one of two ways. Either you would go in and you would really enjoy it, or you would go in and you wouldn't remember any of it. <laughs> the dangers of a free bar, I suppose. Don't mm. put that in. <laughs> We're putting it in. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, but you know, things like that, things like um, community events and just just general awareness um in branches that that actually just because somebody identifies in a particular way doesn't mean that their work is going to be any different to how it would be if if they were exactly the same as you so finally just to kind of round up uh, mikey i've got a really broad question for you <laughs> it's not an easy one but in your experience, if there's one thing that you've learnt over the years that has helped you or any kind of message that you'd like to communicate to maybe other um, people in the community in Sangaban, what, what would that be? I, I, I've spent quite a lot of time in my career working as a trainer and working as a trainer, you kind of learn to read a room. So you 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 become quite empathetic and and you 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 sort of understand the situation that you are in. And as much as I would never ever tell anyone, don't be yourself. <laughs> you you kind of learn those situations where I I, I don't know it's it's all I think and I think most people have this whether they're part of the LGBTQ plus community or not. I think most people have a side to themselves where they will be a little bit more pulled back and then a side to themselves where they'll be a bit more open and honest. And I think, you know, reading the room is, is definitely a part of that. Um, just because I'm going to come to work and be me doesn't mean that I'm going to sit, you know, and, and shout and swear at my boss or whatever, because that's how I would speak to somebody else. You know, it, it, it's about yeah. it's about knowing your audience and knowing who you're speaking to. Um, there is one more thing that I would say as well, and um, this sounds really massively cliche, but I, I, it's genuinely how I feel. It does get better. Things get better. You know, when I was when I was 15 years old and getting bullied and, and beaten up in school, if I'd have had somebody like yourself or even like me or whoever to speak to my outlook on life then probably would have been very very different to to how it was you know I I had a, an awful time um at, at the end of my my school life and even to the point where my parents were considering moving me to a different school because you know the, the bullying had got so bad but that really was the only time that it that it got to me a because that was the only time that I let it get to me but B because actually once you move on from a situation like that generally people are quite nice people in the world are quite nice you know you come across people and and everybody will come across somebody that they don't get on with it's inevitable whether that's you know in work or in a social situation but generally in life people are quite nice so if you're in a bad situation it's not forever I promise 
That's a really lovely note to end on, Mikey. It's been a real pleasure uh, to speak with you and Thank to you. Um, have you share your experience. It's uh, it's not an easy thing to do, especially when it's going out on a you know a podcast. Um, so uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you so much for being part of the network and um, agreeing to come on the podcast and for no sharing your experience. Thank you for having me.